Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not an impeachment hearing. It's not. It's an impeachment inquiry with the dreaded air quotes. I'm going to explain to you the goings on. Something happened yesterday again. Another sleazy Adam Schiff narrative blows up in his I Evergreen. Hey, you know what they say in TV when you cover a topic that keeps recurring all the time? Tax policy. It's evergreen. Evergreen. Adam Schiff hoax blows up in his face again. This one's a good one. Uh, don't go anywhere. All right. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Um, again, producer Joe's out today. He'll be back on Monday. we got some great news for him and his family. So a big congrats. Prayers for Joe. We'll explain to you more on Monday. I have a loaded lineup for you today. Um, I absolutely promise you're not going to want to leave. Uh, thanks for listening to yesterday's show, by the way. Uh, we had our best views ever. So And listen. I really appreciate it. You got an open mic over there? What do you got there, Paul? I hear you back there. You got something to say? Okie dokes. We'll get rocking and rolling. All right. Today's show brought to you by buddies at Helix Sleep. I'd be lost without Helix Sleep. Why? Because a good night's sleep matters. Good night's sleep is everything. It's life-changing. And the best night's sleep I've ever received in my life receive the best night's sleep of my life is on a Helix Sleep mattress. We love Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep is a quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete. Matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect match for you. A perfect mattress. Don't get some generic mattress made for some other Joey Bag of Donuts guy. Get a, ma- a mattress made for you, customized for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, you like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more confusion and no more compromising. Helix is rated the number one mattress by GQ and Wired Magazine, and CNN called it the most comfortable mattress they've ever slept on. Just go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And for couples, Helix can even split the mattress down the middle, providing individual support needs and feel preferences for each side we love this mattress seriously we have two in this house and we love them you will sleep terrifically on this they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free they'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it but you will helix is offering up to 125 dollars off all mattress orders for our listeners get up to 125 dollars off at helixsleep.com slash dan that's helixsleep.com slash dan for up to 125 dollars off your mattress order HelixSleep.com slash Dan. We love Helix Sleep. Most comfortable sleep of your life. All right, let's go. Ding, ding. Ring that bell, Apollo. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on right now is not an impeachment hearing. It is being phrased as an impeachment hearing for a reason, and that reason is to appeal to far-left radical activists who will show up in the primary to pick the next president for the Democrat Party or the next candidate to run for president against Trump. That's all that's going on right now. You understand that? Now, the best piece I've seen on this on the distinction between an actual impeachment trial and what Nancy Pelosi is doing now in this fake impeachment, where they called a witness yesterday in their fake impeachment trial, and it really didn't go too well. Too bad, so sad, not so much. The first witness yesterday, before we get to that, Andy McCarthy has a fine, fine piece in the Hill. I love this piece. It'll be up in the show notes, and I strongly recommend you read it. Show notes available at Bongino.com. Subscribe to my email list. I'll email them right to you. Andy McCarthy, one of the brightest legal minds out there on television, says, ignore the hype. This is not an impeachment inquiry. Folks, impeachment is a constitutional process. A majority of the House of Representatives can vote to impeach the president. The impeachment is the equivalent of, say, an indictment in the legal system. 
There is then a trial. A lot of liberals don't know that. They think impeachment means you're removed from office. Uh, It doesn't. There is then a trial in the United States Senate presided over by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. In that trial, 67 out of the 100 United States senators are are required to convict the president on the charges in the articles of impeachment, which are the equivalent of, say, a legal system indictment. If you don't get 67 senators, then the president may have been impeached, but he will certainly not be removed from office. Get it? Again, that history lesson is not for the intelligent listeners of the show. It's for the liberals who seem confused about what's happening. So you may say to yourself, well, why aren't they taking a vote, Dan? If you said a majority, we need a majority to get an impeachment charge or articles of impeachment. Why aren't they taking a vote? Isn't there some kind of a process? Well, there was. There was for the presidents that have been impeached in the past, Johnson uh, and Clinton. No, Nixon wasn't impeached. He resigned before it happened. Sorry, uh, liberal media people who keep reporting that. Nixon wasn't impeached. What's actually going on here is a bull rush. Now, why is that? Ladies and gentlemen, impeachment was designed specifically, hence my primer there, to be a very deliberate process. It was designed to be, hopefully, a nonpartisan process because removing a president from office and overturning the results of an election is a very, very serious thing. What is going on now is not a long, deliberate process. It is a bull rush to the fences. Andy McCarthy explains this well. Let's go to piece uh, number one from uh, uh, takeaway number one from Andy's piece. He says, you know, moreover, there are no subpoenas. As Secretary Pompeo observed in his fittingly tart response on Tuesday when the committee chairman, uh, what what he issued was merely a letter. It's huffing and puffing notwithstanding. The letter is nothing more than an informal request for voluntary cooperation. Legally, it has no compulsive power. If anything, it is rife with legal deficiencies. Okay, we're going to go back to that in a second. So let's be clear what's going on here. Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi gave that presser last week and said, you know, we demand, we're sending these demand letters to Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, to testify about Ukraine gain. Also, they're trying to pretend this was a some subpoena to appease the left that wants a formal impeachment process. Paul, if this gets confusing, yell in here, okay? Because it's important, folks. That is not what's going on right now. There was no subpoena to Mike Pompeo. What Adam Schiff sent was the equivalent of um, a blank you letter. You get the rest. To Pompeo. It was a letter. That was it. We demand you come forward. And if you don't come forward and speak to us, it was not a subpoena. They could issue subpoenas, but they're not. I'll get to that reason in a second, too. You may say, Dan, he's a committee chair in Congress. They can issue congressional subpoenas. Why not just subpoena Pompeo? Oh, I will get to that. They just sent a letter. You get your butt over here, Mike. We need to talk to you. To which Pompeo said, no, thanks. Not going to threaten me like that. Put that first screenshot back up again. Andy McCarthy goes on. The Democrats, of course, hope you don't notice that the House is not conducting a formal impeachment inquiry. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no vote, no subpoenas. They're using the guise of frenetic activity by several standing committees, Intel, Judiciary, Foreign Affairs, Oversight, Reform, Financial Services, Ways and Means, whose normal oversight functions are being gussied up to look like this is serious impeachment business. Folks, why did they not send the subpoena? They didn't send the subpoena because impeachment 
is not a legal process. It is not a criminal trial. There's a trial in the Senate. But ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. Impeachment is a political process. It is not a legal one. It may be worded in the Constitution, treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanor, worthy of impeachment. But make no mistake, the Democrats have turned this into a political referendum against Donald Trump to get rid of him before the 2020 election. Stay tuned to the end of the show. I want to play a video if I can get to it. Uh, That's really good about how they're so terrified Trump is going to win again in 2020 that they see impeachment as their only way to overturn the results of the election. This is not illegal. They have no evidence of high crimes, misdemeanor, treason or bribery at all against Donald Trump. This is a political trial. What does that have to do with the subpoena? Ladies and gentlemen, if they were to issue a formal subpoena, which they did not, that subpoena would likely be litigated in court because the Trump team's not just going to turn information over. They have executive privilege also. Well, what's the problem with that? If the Trump team committed a high crime, misdemeanor, treason or bribery, then wouldn't the Democrats want to get that in court and litigate that, keep it out in the public eye to make the Trump team look bad? No, they don't. Because they don't actually have any evidence. So they did this little slick trick, and I'll, I'll get to another piece of McCarthy's piece in a second, a little uh, portion of it, because he explains this well. So what they're doing is they're pretending to impeach the president because they want to nail him on a charge. You may say, well, what charge is that, Dan? Treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanors? They have none of that. So they have to do what they did in the collusion hoax when it didn't work out. Go right back to Democrat Adam Schiff, ace in the hole. What's that? Obstruction of justice. Remember how that one worked out in the Mueller probe? He colluded with the Russians. Well, there's no evidence he colluded with the Russians. Well, he definitely obstructed justice into a case about colluding with the Russians, although he didn't collude with the Russians. Remember that one, how they flipped the script? I only predicted that one two years ago. That's what they're doing now. Tape this portion of the show and keep it on your phone. Tape it. I'm showing my age. Get a pencil and spin the thing around. You older folks know what I'm talking about who are my age. They are not going to have a case against Trump. There was no quid pro quo with Ukraine. I got that coming up in a second, too. They have nothing. So they're going to initiate another faux investigation, send a bunch of demand letters. And when those demand letters aren't complied with, they are going to level an impeachment article of obstruction of justice. Watch. Just get ready. From Andy McCarthy's piece. This is a great piece. So worth your time. But standing committees do have subpoena power, so why not use it? Well, because subpoenas get litigated in court when the people or agencies on the receiving end object to them. Democrats want to have an impeachment show, um, an inquiry on television. They don't want to have to defend its bona fides in an actual court. They certainly do not want to defend their letter. They're talking about the letter they sent to Pompeo. You better appear. The Democrats' media scribes note the chairman's admonition that any failure by Pompeo to comply with their letter Listen to this, folks, shall constitute evidence of obstruction of the House's impeachment inquiry. What a crock. I'll rephrase Andy's last portion. What a pile of. Really? So you have the power, Nancy Pelosi, to take a House floor vote to levy actual articles of impeachment. You can issue formal congressional subpoenas. Why are you not doing any of that? 
because they are in a rush in a political process and they don't want to wind up in court having to defend charges that don't exist. All they have is the president's unwillingness to comply with their ridiculous demands. They're setting him up for an obstruction charge. Now, I haven't explained why the speed is necessary. They're in a rush with these letters and they don't want it litigated in court. So they're using letters instead of subpoenas for a very simple reason. They thought they had the president on the hook. They thought. They thought the Ukraine gate, the phone call, the fake prid quo quo, they thought they'd turn the corner on public opinion. Now they've got a bit of a problem, folks. President's raising record amounts of money. His approval rating's at an all-time high. Eh, It's not quite working out the way they thought it was. So Nancy Pelosi's telling her members, from what I'm getting behind closed doors, ladies, gents, it's time to make this thing move and fast because we're losing the initiative. We're losing the initiative. That's from a movie somewhere. I forget. They can't go through subpoena legal process. Gosh, we want this guy out of office. Let's just send the letter. And if they don't comply with the letter, threaten them with obstruction. By the way, let me just clear up one thing too before I move on because they called their first witness in their fake impeachment trial yesterday and their first witness, Kurt Volker, it absolutely blew up in their, <laughs> hysterically blew up in their face. This is some epic stuff. But let me clear up one thing as well. I've been getting a lot of emails on this and it's important. It's important. We're going to put that on a shirt. It's important. Folks, asking a foreign government for help is not evidence of an FEC violation. We discussed this earlier in the week with Ellen Weintraub from the FEC who's trying to make up um, new charges that foreign government's help is somehow uh, a campaign violation. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not true. As the example I gave earlier in the week in the Wall Street Journal, what if your Uber driver who is not a U.S. citizen tells a campaign representative sometime some information about a campaign? Is that, is that What do you do? Are you all going to be arrested? People still have free speech, not to mention we have treaties with both China and Ukraine, joint corruption agreements where we'll investigate corruption and exchange information. President Trump complying by those treaties and trying to get to the bottom of the corruption, the corruption in the Obama administration and the Hunter Biden fiasco overseas with his dad is not only not unethical, it's entirely ethical and compliant with the law. This nonsense out there that this is somehow a campaign donation or campaign violation. How is President Trump fulfilling his duties, complying with his treaty obligations to investigate corruption? It's nonsense. That's totally, completely made up. It's a Democrat fairy tale. All right. So I had to set that up. Forgive me for the intro. A little long. But I had to set up the fake charges. It's not a campaign violation. He's simply doing what the treaties obligate him to do. Investigate corruption. But secondly, this is not an impeachment inquiry going on. I mean, impeachment trial. This is an impeachment inquiry. It's a fake impeachment. They're not issuing subpoenas. And why are they doing this? Because they want a bull rush. They want a bull rush and obstruction charge when Trump doesn't comply. And they can't have the obstruction charge drag on because the subpoenas are litigated. They want the obstruction charge now. That makes sense, Paula? Okay. Thank you. So they called their first witness yesterday, Kurt Volker, who was a special envoy to Ukraine. Now, backstory, Volker's the one in the text with Rudy Giuliani They're setting up this meeting with the new Ukrainian president, Zelensky. 
So Volker got roped into this, and he's been Giuliani had some text he showed on TV. Giuliani was asked by Volker apparently at some point to go and talk to Zelensky. Giuliani has the texts. Texts, excuse me. So Volker was brought up yesterday uh, to talk to them up on the hill, and ladies and gentlemen, the media was losing their minds. This is it. This special envoy, Kurt Volker, is going to bury the Trump team. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the smoking gun. This was smoking gun number 62,000, just like the State Department ICIG the other day, Linick, who wound up blowing up their spot, totally giving information on Yovanovitch and others. No, everything's blown. Schiff was like, this is it. Volker's going to blow it up. He's going to give us an example of the quid pro quo. Kurt Volker, who knows the Ukrainian story, is going to tell everybody that Trump threatened military aid, withholding military aid, if they didn't give up information on Hunter Biden. So much so that ABC News got to scoop. Check out this fake news tweet they put up. This is just peachy. Don't worry. I'll get to the bottom of this for you, as always. Breaking. Bill Taylor, top U.S. diplomat to Ukraine, wrote that he thought it's, quote, crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign in newly disclosed text messages shared with lawmakers. Oh, man. Oh, they got him now. It's a Maalox moment. They got Paula. They got him. They got him. There it is, folks, in a text. Can you put that up again? Bill Taylor, this Ukrainian diplomat. Look at this guy. He had a text message to our top diplomat in Ukraine. It's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. Breaking. You may say, Dan, this is it. That's the quid pro quo. One of Trump's, uh, one of Trump's own people on the inside, these diplomats involved in this. Um, there's a little problem with that text. Let's go to foxnews.com and let's talk about what happened in answer in response. That was conveniently left out of that tweet. No, that tweet is cleverly worded. Foxnews.com. Ex-Ukraine envoy Volker meets with lawmakers amid impeachment probe as texts reveal quid pro quo dispute. This piece will be up in the show notes too. Well, what's the dispute? That guy, Bill Taylor... Bill Taylor's saying it right there, right? Bill Taylor, who's the charge, by the way, the charge for the number two in Ukraine for the United States. Well, what was the actual text exchange? Let's put up this piece from foxnews.com because we don't do fake news here. Here's the Taylor text first. Again, as I said on the phone, he's texting, by the way, Volker. Um, excuse me, he's, he's not. He's texting, uh, who is he texting? Uh, Gordon Sunland, who is our, our ambassador to the EU. He says, as I said on the phone, it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign, Taylor said in a text exchange. Sondland responded by saying, that was not what was happening. <laughs> oh, no, don't go to leave this. This is fascinating how they leave this part out. Put that back up. Sondland, Gordon Sondland, our ambassador to the EU, who's in this text exchange. This response is left out of the text, making it look like there's an actual quid pro quo. Put that back up a second. Here we go. Here's the response. Bill, I believe you are incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been crystal clear. No quid pro quos of any kind. The president is trying to evaluate whether Ukraine is truly, truly going to adopt the transparency and reforms that President Zelensky promised during his campaign. Both men then agreed to cease discussing the matter over text, noting that phone calls with appropriate officials would be, uh, would be, oh gosh, I can't even finish the sentence. 
Um, again, folks, you, it is funny how they bash us, right? All of us out there. Trump supporters, Republicans who aren't Trump supporters, but are conservatives, libertarians. Says, ah, we're all conspiracy theorists. We're all nuts. I'm just giving you the facts. That's the actual text exchange. One guy's confused about what he thinks is a quid pro quo. And the other guy who is actually, oh, I'll get to this in a second too. Gordon Sunland, who was actually at the meeting the next day with the president of Ukraine, by the way, clears it up and says, let me be crystal clear. There are no quid pro quos of any kind. You think that's an important detail you may want to throw in there when trying to make the case for a quid pro quo? That was a quid pro no, not a quid pro 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 quo. My mother texted me, what is quid pro quo? I think I told you that. Something for something, a deal. There was no deal. Now you may say, Eh. what the heck would our ambassador to the EU know? What would he know about this whole thing? How is he connected to this? Well, let's go to the Ukrainian government, which issued this little release here. Uh, Here's an actual photo. By the way, I want to hat tip Rosie Memos on Twitter. Always does a nice job. That is the highlights. So hat tip Rosie Memos. Follow that account. Here's the president of Ukraine's official website. (laughs) President met with U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine and U.S. Representative to the European Union. Colt Vol- Kurt Volker and Gordon Sunland. There's the picture. They're actually at the meeting, but I want you to look at the date and notice who's not there. The guy, Bill Taylor, who puts in the text, hey, is this a quid pro quo? He's not actually at the meeting. Gordon Sunland and Colt Kurt Volker are. Volker shows up to testify to this stuff yesterday. There's no quid pro quo. And look at the date of the meeting or the, or the date this was released. The date of the meeting, July 26, 2019. Why does that matter? Why does that date matter? Ladies and gentlemen, because it's the day after the Trump phone call, this whole hullabaloo was started over. It's the day after the Trump call to Ukraine and the president was July 25th. So just to be clear. Gordon Sunland, who is actually in the meeting the day later, who makes crystal clear in a text there are to be no quid pro quos of any kind in a text message, goes and meets with the Ukrainian minister, uh, excuse me, president the next day to relay this message on behalf of President Trump with Kurt Volker, who's called to testify yesterday. And yet your charge still is going to be in your fake impeachment. That's not an impeachment. It's just a bunch of hey, you letters. Your charge is going to be there was a quid pro quo. You have you have counter evidence of that. You don't have evidence. You have anti evidence. You have a transcript with no quid pro quo. You have a text from a guy in the meeting with the Ukrainian president the next day saying there's no quid pro quo. And you have another guy questioning it who wasn't even in the meeting. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is. Adam Schiff lied again, version number, what do I have? 2,746. I'm not even kidding. I laid, I put numbers down just to mess with them. There was no deal. Schiff is making this whole thing up. There was no deal. Volker was their first witness yesterday. They were expecting Volker to go up there and talk about this deal. And Volker went up there from what I'm hearing and said the exact opposite. 
They are losing the initiative badly. This has been a just spectacular boomerang on the left. All right. I've got a lot more to get to. I've got a bogus poll alert. Bogus poll alert. I want you to be, I got some video of Rashida Tlaib I was supposed to get to yesterday. I got that video that the Republican Party put out to show you that they're only looking for impeachment. And I've got this troubling story about this. What happened to this cop who was killed in the line of duty and just how politics is just infesting everything. It's really pathetic. All right. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. We love Brickhouse Nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is right here. One of the finest nutrition supplements on the market. Shake it for you there. This is foundation. I love this stuff. I've been taking it for about three years now. It is a creatine ATP blend. You see the nutrition label on the back, probably not able to read that, but it's the equivalent of having two extra gas tanks in the gym. This is one of the finest nutrition supplements out there. And all I ask is that don't take my word for it. Seriously, I'm not making that up. I know it's a, it's a first person endorsement of the product because I love it, but I'm asking you, I'm so confident I'm asking you to do your own homework. Pick up a bottle, go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation. Give it about seven days to work. It takes a little bit to load in your system. The way the creatine works and absorbs into the muscle tissue, you will have better looking, toned, more firm muscles. Just give it about seven days. You will perform better in the gym. You will look better. It is an absolutely fantastic product. I take it. Paula takes it. Little Joe takes it. Joe takes it. It is an absolutely spectacular product. I can't recommend it highly enough. It does all you'd want in a nutrition supplement at a very, very affordable cost. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up your bottle of foundation today. And while you're there, check out Field of Greens too. The best fruit and vegetable supplement on the market. We love it. We give it to the kids and everybody in the house takes it. It's your fruit and vegetable insurance. Go check it out. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. The best supplements out there. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, bogus poll alert. We need like a warning bell to go off of this stuff because the media has, I've, I saw, oh, was it? it's quoted in the piece, Susan Page was on, was it Fox the other day, citing this poll. Here we go. PJ Media's piece will be up in the show notes again. Bogus poll supports bogus impeachment. Remember, we're not actually going through an impeachment. It's a fake impeachment inquiry by Stephen Green, October 3rd. 2019. So ladies and gentlemen, what's the poll? The poll shows that, well, what is it? 46% of Americans, are for, they support impeachment. Every, the Democrats were all over the news. Look, the numbers are going up. Everybody supports impeachment. Get, get this guy out of office. The fake impeachment inquiry, whatever. This should proceed tomorrow. Everybody wants this. Look at this poll. Well, uh, as always, there was a little issue with the poll. And by little issue, I mean big issue. From the PJ Media piece. Ipsos conducted a two-day survey. I thought it was a poll. By their own admission from a sample of roughly 1,006 adults who were randomly drawn from Ipsos's online panel. Really? Is that a random sample of people? I'm not really sure about that. Plus partner online panel sources and river sampling. This doesn't look like the world's most reliable statistical universe. Now, does it? First off, that's a small number for such a big issue. Secondly, Ipsos didn't limit their polling, as one likes to do on weighty matters, to likely voters who actually determine elections. Matter of fact, folks, quoting the piece, Ipsos didn't even limit their polling to registered voters. For all we know, the poll wasn't even limited to citizens. Ipsos says that they only polled adults. Folks, throw this thing in the garbage. This is not a serious scientific analysis of the percentage of Americans that support impeachment. If I thought it was... Hey, folks, I was the first one. You can listen to the show. Regular listeners know I said this. 
When I see polls I think are reliable, some of them in Pennsylvania are scaring me right now, I have been the first to say it. When I think polls are trash or surveys, I'll be the first to say, throw this thing in the garbage. Could change. Could change. Who knows, with all the hackery in the, in the media and the shift conspiracy theories, the poll could change, and it could be honest. This one is not it. It is a survey of adults from their little pool of people in Ipsos. Basura, right out there in the garbage. Burn that thing. I just want you to be prepared because I'm sure your Democrat friends are going to tout this ridiculous poll. Look, the numbers are going up on impeachment. <sighs> it's so frustrating dealing with leftists. All right, do we do wish No, let's do this. Okay, um, I want to get back to this. This is important. Everything's important these days. Another piece in PJ Media about how this Biden scandal is rapidly evolving into an Obama scandal. And I want to tie it to something else I spoke about in the past. Here's the piece. It's a good one. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Is Joe Biden turning his quid pro quo into an Obama scandal? Matt Margolis, October 3rd, 2019. Folks, what's going on here? I'll get to that in a second. Okay, I wanted to tie this back to a prior story and why the media, I believe right now, and their leftist allies are so concerned about what's going on and what this is morphing into. Um, this may bother you, but I'll say it anyway. I don't think the media cares much about preserving the dignity of Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton. What? No, I'm serious. I think the media has gone full leftist. They see Elizabeth Warren's the chosen one. And when they see there's political damage to be done to a wounded animal to get him out of the way for a bigger animal on the food chain to supersede them and win an election, they'll scrap them to the side. Um, Hillary Clinton has now become collateral damage for them, and so is Joe Biden. So it's not that the media are trying to hurt Hillary Clinton. They just want her and Biden out of the way to to allow for the ascendancy of Elizabeth Warren. Does that make sense? I hope it does. They're leftists through and through, and they see a better chance with Elizabeth Warren winning against Donald Trump than they do against Biden, who they sense is a wounded animal at this point. But they're not really piling on the Biden train yet. Why? Because, folks, Biden has implicated Obama in his Ukrainian scandal. And, oh, Obama is the chosen one. If they dismantle the Obama legacy, everything they stand for in their leftist ideology will fall apart. Now, some of you who are regular listeners to the show might be sensing an evergreen theme here. I can't wait to that. Remember when the Hillary Clinton email scandal broke and I said to you that the real scandal is not about Hillary Clinton and many of you were like wait what of course it was no it is but I don't believe the media is covering for Hillary Clinton anymore media is covering for Barack Obama how's that ladies and gentlemen you remember back when when Hillary Clinton said that uh, or Barack Obama said about Hillary Clinton's email scandal I heard about it on TV. I didn't know anything about it. Remember that little doozy? Well, we found out later that Hillary Clinton was emailing Obama from foreign soil on his BlackBerry from her private email. Now, you may say, as many of you have in the past, you may say, ah, Dan, so maybe Obama just didn't look at Hillary's email and thought it was a State Department email. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that's true. Barack Obama's email, you can't just email it, folks. It has security protections built in through the WACA people, White House Communications Agency people. 
You have to be whitelisted to be able to email. It's the opposite of a blacklist. You have to have your email on a specific list to be able to email Obama. Who gave Hillary Clinton's private email to Waka or the people responsible for securing that device in Waka and told them to allow those emails to get through? How's that possible? I thought Obama found out about it from the media. Those two stories can't possibly be true. Somebody in the Obama White House had to have allowed Obama's BlackBerry to be bypassed by Hillary Clinton's personal email. Someone. That is what they're covering. They do not want Obama ever to have to testify in a case against Hillary Clinton for violating our, our, uh, our classified email procedures. Ever. That is now transitioning over to this PJ Media piece we just uh, talked about. I want to put up a little portion of the piece because it explains what's going on here. Why this is now transitioning from an Obama, a Biden scandal, forgive me, to an Obama-Biden scandal. From the piece, on Wednesday, Biden said he was simply carrying out the official policy of the Obama administration to root out corruption in Ukraine. Now, what is this about? Obama, uh, excuse me, Biden is on tape. Again, demanding that Victor Shokin, the Ukrainian prosecutor, be fired. Shokin's investigating his kid. Now, Biden says, well, when I asked for him to be fired, I was just carrying out Obama's policies. He says, quote, it was fully transparent, the policy carried out in front of the whole world and fully, fully embraced by the international community of democracies, he claimed. From the piece, here's where things get dirty. Dirty! According to Victor Shokin, the prosecutor who was fired, Biden's pressure was responsible for getting him fired. Shokin also said that Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko told him not to investigate Burisma, Hunter Biden's son's company, Hunter Biden's company, because it was not in the best interest of Joe or Hunter Biden. According to Rudy Giuliani's notes of the meeting with Shokin, Mr. Shokin was called into Poroshenko's office and told that the investigation into Burisma and the managing director where Hunter Biden is on the board has caused Joe Biden to hold up to $1 billion in USA to Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, this sounds to me like Barack Obama knew exactly what was going on. Again, the media is in no rush to defend Biden. They want him out of the way badly. The media is in no rush to defend Hillary anymore. They need her out. They need to enact a liberal agenda. Hillary's not the key to that. But they still defend them. Because both of these scandals are knee-deep in Obama administration malfeasance. Obama had to know that this threat to fire the prosecutor, that this threatened holdup of the military assistance, the billion dollars in aid, had to know that was contingent on the firing of a prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden even says it in that video cut where he says at the Council of Foreign Relations, when, they, when they, uh, he says, well, you know, and, and, and son of a bee, they fired him. And he said to me, you know, you can't do that. You don't have any authority. And Joe Biden says, well, get the president on the phone. I thought the president didn't know. By the way, how furious do you think by, um, Obama's team is now with Biden? They want him to get out of this race so badly. I can't even tell you, folks. All right, don't go anywhere. I've got... I have this next segment labeled This Week in Rashida Talib. I've got two just very disturbing videos. Rashida Talib 
uh, liberal Democratic congresswoman saying some of the most offensive things. I mean, even for Rashida Tlaib, this stuff is really bad. Don't go anywhere. I got that. I've got a couple more stories too. Important stuff for the week before we let out here. Before we let out, like it's like a penitentiary or something. Folks, today's show finally brought to you by buddies at GenuCell. It's the last week of their summer inventory clearance sale from Chamonix. For a limited time, when you order GenuCell's jawline treatment, you'll get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness free. That's right, free today. Here's Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama, raving about the results she saw with GenuCell. OMG, love this product. I saw a difference almost immediately would recommend everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. All GenuCell products are amazing. My family loves them. My mother-in-law loves them. It's time to stock up on the best skincare and luxury line and the effectiveness of GenuCell at the best prices of the year. Results are guaranteed or 100% of your money back. No questions asked. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell Immediate Effects is also free. Order now in their legendary collagen builders, also free. Go to GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, we love this product, .com and enter Dan30 at checkout. That's three free gifts with your order. Order now and upgrade to free priority shipping. That's GenuCell.com, enter Dan30 at checkout. GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, GenuCell.com, Dan30 at checkout. Thanks, GenuCell, for being here and sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. Okay, a couple of just quick videos just to show you how the Trump effect, which we've discussed repeatedly on the show. What is the Trump effect? Trump, because he refuses to apologize to leftist, leftist demands for him to, to uh, lie on the ground and kneel before them, he drives them wild. The left in the past, what did they do? They, they threatened us. Listen, we'll call you guys and ladies racist. And oh, we're so we apologize. Remember Mitt Romney with the 47% of people don't pay taxes, which was actually a factually accurate, accurate statement. Oh, they had to find a way. Let's apologize. Why'd they apologize? They should have doubled down. So yeah, you guys should really start paying taxes. It'd be great. They didn't do it. That's what Trump would do. So they're used to the apologies. So the, think of the psychology. The left intimidated us in the past through the media. Republicans apologized. The left's pounded their chest and said, we win. Got you now. We win, you lose. Well, new rules. Now we win, you lose. Trump doesn't care. So by not caring and sticking it back to them and refusing to apologize, he's driving the left absolutely bonkers. Crazy. And they double down and say even dumber stuff than they said in advance. Here's number one. This is Rashida Tlaib in Detroit talking to the police chief about a camera system they have. And you may not have seen this. Some of you may have. But kind of hinting that all black men look alike. Uh, What? Check this out. Anybody look like you say yes, huh? Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not. You know what? And also, analysts need to be African Americans, not people that are not. Because let me tell you, no, yeah. this happens all the time. Okay. It's true. Okay. I mean, I think I think non-African Americans think African Americans all look the same. I've seen it even on the Kyle's floor. People calling Elijah Cummings John Lewis and John Lewis Elijah Cummings, and they're totally different people. I'm just saying. That's just well, true. I see it all the time, and mm-hmm. I love them because they like go along with it. Well, <laughs> I trust people I who are trained. I know. Regardless of race, regardless of gender. Yeah. It's That's about the training. But it does make a huge difference. So, it okay. does. The animals. What just happened? <laughs> she just. It's <laughs> not funny. I, 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 what just happened? Did she just seriously suggest to the Detroit police chief that trained law enforcement officers cannot tell black men apart? Folks, I mean, I'm horrified even discussing this. I, I really, I'm not even kidding. I, I, it's why yesterday I was going to play it during yesterday's show. I, I want, I had a double, I had to like do a double take on this because this is so dumb. And it just reminds me 
again, of Tucker Carlson's brilliant line, with the left, the virtue is the sin, right? They, the left, claims to be virtuous in calling out fake acts of racism on the right, stuff they make up institutionally. I'm not saying it's not individual acts, of course, of stupidity by people, unfortunately, on all sides of the political house. But they believe the Republican Party is an institutionally racist party. They don't actually believe that. They want you to believe it. And they pound their chests. We are in the right. We are your moral superiors. We are virtuous. Meanwhile, they're the racists themselves. What kind of racist statement is that? It gets better. Here's this week in Rashida Tlaib, clip number two, where she's seriously suggesting at some kind of event she's holding, whether in her district or elsewhere, she's trying to figure out with her colleagues, she's ruminating with the crowd over when they arrest Donald Trump. I'm not, this is not, I did not alter this. Where they're actually going to put him. This is the kind of psychosis TDS level six infections are bringing about. Check this out. So let me tell you, this is pretty, and this is, and this is the last caucus conversation we've had. Do you know this is really unprecedented? This is the first time we've ever had a situation like this. So they're trying to figure out, no joke. They're trying to figure out, well, is it the DC police that goes and gets them? No, no. Where do we hold them? I mean, this is the kind of, like, I'm not in those kinds of conversations, but I'm asking, like, you know, what what happens? And they're like, well, Rashida, we're trying to figure it out ourselves because this is uncharted territory. Paula, it... (laughs) Folks, again, we are on, like, serious life support here. This is, like, crazy time. These are either there's only one of two scenarios. She's telling the truth, which is disturbing. She's telling the truth that her and her Democrat colleagues are actually having discussions about where to store Trump in the in in the Capitol. Well, we have those handcuffs. I used to be a cop. I have handcuffs. It came out wrong. I used to be a police officer. I still have my stuff, batons and everything. When you have a handcuff, right in the in the police in a lot of the precincts, when you're interviewing someone. There's a little like hook thing device on the, and you handcuff them so they can't get loose in the interview room. Are they really like, hey guys, um, downstairs in the Capitol, do we have an interview room for Trump with the cuff thing? You know, the little cuff hook? Do we have that? Do we have like a, a device maybe we can strap them to the wall? Folks, this is crazy town. We are living in bizarro Superman land. So that's scenario one. Scenario two, she's just making it up which is disturbing, but honestly not as, you know, they lie a lot. It's not as disturbing as scenario one where this is actually happening. And she's discussing it in front of a group of people like they're proud. Folks, we have reached crazy town. Serious, what was that kid's cartoon? Was it crazy town or whatever we saw with that guy? With the, with the, they always had like the plastic stuff on their faces and jumped around. You're like, what is that? (laughs) Well, what universe are we living in? By the way, add tip Mr. Producer from uh, Mark Levin for sending that. But I, I got to tell you, Rich, I was on it before you sent that over. 
<laughs> he did. He's, he's like, look at this. Rashida Tlaib wants someone to where they're going to store Trump. They think it's like the Walking Dead. They're wondering where to store Negan after they arrested Negan. They're like, where do we put Negan? Let's build a cell for him. They're, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Bernie Sanders, they're all downstairs with Elizabeth Warren with cinder blocks and mortar and rebar building a cell for Trump in the basement. Folks, this is crazy time. Speaking of crazy time, but this is a sad story. This is really like, again, TDS level six infections are contagious and are breaking out everywhere. So we have this hero police officer, Sergeant Ron Hellis. I can't say his name enough. Another piece in PJ Media. PJ Media, big score on the Dan Bongino show today. Three articles. We'll put them up at the show notes. Definitely worth your time. So Jack Dunphy, October 2nd, 2009, PJ Media. Charity event. Charity event. Charity event. Charity, there we go. A charity event for slain police officer canceled because Trump supporters were to be in attendance. Wait, what? So the organizer of this charity flag football game, a guy by the name of Mike Randell, wants to do the right thing and raise money for this hero police officer, Sergeant Ron Hellis, who died in the Thousand Oaks shooting a few months ago. Nice thing, right? Not Nothing partisan about that, right? Well, apparently the local politicians and Democrats, including the Sheriff's Department, according to the report, pulled out of the event because Trump supporters, including actor Scott Bayo and, uh, and Joy Villa, who's a Trump supporter and is a singer, were going to show up to the event. So they just determined that they would cancel the event and the corporate sponsors pulled out therefore afterwards. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we are living in a deeply, deeply troubling time. Now, I've been getting a lot of emails from you, and I feel the need and the necessity to respond appropriately. All right, what do we do? Folks, what we can do. We live in an imperfect world. I'm not going to offer you back perfect solutions. I can't. I'd be lying to you. Arrest them all. That's, folks, it's not going to happen. I hope justice is done. I think some people will be arrested. I think some people will do jail time, as I've said repeatedly. I think some won't. Sadly, I think some are going to get off. But, you know, listen, I'm not your preacher, and I'm never intended to be. My faith is mine, and yours is yours. But that prayer, God grant me the serenity, you know the rest, many of you. This is the time for that. Accept the things you can't change. Change the things you can. And what can you do? You can get your butts up, which I know you will, and grab 10 of your friends or 20 of your friends, in this next election, and you can vote, and you can organize, and you can register voters, and you can knock on doors. These are things you can do. And when we win this election, and hopefully the next one after that, we can hopefully fix this country we live in right now, which is still the greatest country on earth, but is having serious problems. I'm not trying to give you a Newt Rockney speech, but we live in an imperfect world. And we have to do what we can do individually at our own level to change it. You know, a guy I really enjoy his stuff is Jordan Peterson. And Peterson has this line about clean up your own bedroom first before you change the world. In other words, act locally where you can change something. You have local elections. You can vote. You can organize. You can knock on doors. Slowly but surely, we'll turn this ship around, folks. It's not all lost. 
I only give you these stories about Tlaib and the sheriff's office and these lunatics who don't want to raise money for a fallen cop because of Trump. To, uh, so you understand the animosity and the anger on the other side, too. They're motivated, too. Take that anger. You send in some emails to me. And they're not directed to me. I don't take them personal. I understand your anger. But turn it into something positive And let's make some changes in this 2020 election. Sorry, I don't mean to be pep talks. It's not my job. But I mean it. It matters to me, too. I ran for office. I put my name on a ballot three times, folks. My time is over. It's time for other people. I lost. I tried my best. Paula hates when I say this. Why do you always say that? Because it matters to me. I fought the fight I could fight. It didn't work out. I changed what I thought I could. We almost won. Almost not good enough. But my time's over. This is what I do now. And I love it because I hope it motivates some other people to get out and vote, too. Okay, last story of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of a bad, good story. Bittersweet, right? The Democrats are terrified. They are terrified about 2020. I said to you a couple of weeks ago about the polls, how the polls are changing, and this impeachment thing is blowing up. The fake impeachment is blowing up spectacularly in the Democrats' faces. I mean, it really is. The numbers are turning around. This has just been very, very ugly for the Democrats, and the boomerang effect is real, and they're getting frustrated. Uh, the, uh, the Free Beacon, the, R- the RNC, the Republicans put together this little compilation. Here is a quick video of the Democrats basically telling you why they want to impeach Trump. Again, it has nothing to do with actual criminal charges. They don't have any treason, bribery, high crimes, or misdemeanors. They have none of them. Folks, they're terrified they're going to lose in 2020, and they are in a mad rush to get this guy out of office before the election. That's why you haven't seen any subpoenas. Check out this video. It's a good one, this little compilation. The only harm that I may be doing to the president is I want him impeached. I would, uh, I would, I would support impeachment. I think that, um, you know, we have the grounds to do it. Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the Exactly. I think we are essentially in the beginning of an impeachment process. I think that there is uh, a lot of momentum towards an impeachment inquiry. Yes, exactly what I feel. Uh, I think we've already begun it. We have to get ready for impeachment with this president. The time has come, Mr. Speaker, for the House of Representatives to begin an impeachment inquiry into President Trump. It's time for us to impeach this president. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. Nice job, House Republican Conference. That's a great video. And Congressman Green uh, is right. That is exactly exactly their intention now they have been saying that those clips for those of you watching on youtube youtube.com slash bongino there's dates this has been going on since the president was elected they have the dates in front of all those clips aoc you had who else in there you had ilhan omar you had a bunch of different congressmen and congresswomen going through oh impeach 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 impeach. this is not about a high crime misdemeanor treason or bribery this is about a political fight to get the president out of office because the real political fight the election of 2020 the Democrats feel they may lose, and they can't have you deciding elections. They need to decide them for you. Folks, what's going on right now is a disgrace. Hey, thanks again for another great week of listenership. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my show, youtube.com slash Bongino. You can subscribe to the audio show on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, excuse me, iHeart, and SoundCloud. And please pick up a copy of my book, Exonerated. Thank you for making us number 10 in the New York Times list this week. We really appreciate it. We put a lot of hard work into it. 
uh, exposes the blueprint they use to attack Donald Trump. And I think it'll really surprise you when you get through the book. And thanks for all the positive reviews. Uh, I appreciate it. You overrode a lot of the liberal lunatics, unverified purchases that were like, the book is terrible. Did you read it? No, I didn't read it. Okay, thanks. The verified purchases loved it. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right, folks. See you all on Monday. Thanks a lot. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.